How you guys doing? It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. We did not run away. We didn't go anywhere. As we said in our we last podcast. We did run away. We, we did. just came back. Well, we had to go away and watch a bunch of shit and kind of rack some things up. Because um, none of our shows were on. None of our stories were on. Uh, but now a couple of them are um, concluded. And we're going to talk about one of them today, Atlanta. We popped on to talk about that really weird, creepy, awesome Teddy Perkins episode. Uh, but we want to talk about the season overall. Uh, Robin season was the theme of this season. And I loved it. I loved it. Um, I'm, everybody should be loving them some Donald Glover about now. Um, his This is America video just came out as he hosted SNL. Uh, what was it last week or so? A uh, week before last, week Saturday before last. No one will care in time, but he that time that he hosted SNL, and he had um, This Is America, and then he debuted Saturday, and This Is America on SNL, coming off a hot show, the same week of the season finale for this season of Atlanta, and uh, yeah. I mean, it feels like he's on fire. And of course, when you're on fire, guess what happens? People try to run in with buckets of water and put you out. So there's all these people who are trying to douse the fire of Donald Glover. And, you know, yeah, I mean, this is how the world works. People are like, that's why I think the season finale is called Crabs in a Bucket. Um, Donald knows what's what. People have been attacking him for years. He's too white or they've accused him of being gay. Like, that's an insult. And he he feels the way we do about it. That's not an insult. Um, And, you know. I, I love him. I don't think he's making white content or black content. I think he's making content that's relatable across several different groups, whether you be a nerd or a person of color or a person who appreciates just what the fuck he's doing. So there you go. It's funny. My cousin is texting me right now. I didn't tell her we were doing a podcast, and we got into this long discussion about um, Robbie Malik playing uh freddie mercury because today also is a today uh that you know i marked on my calendar they released the full trailer for bohemian rhapsody today and i've watched it a dozen times and i think uh rami's gonna kill it so i started this conversation with her didn't tell her we were doing a podcast and i keep getting texts and i can't lay my phone down because it buzzes every time i get a phone call so i'm having to uh, hold it here in this uh, really weird place but we we dived off into this conversation about getting rami malik or freddie mercury or dave grohl pillows that we could snuggle snuggle at night and um i find that at my age to be a very bizarre thing to do um because i sleep next to you that's weird like um adults doing disney yeah maybe it is but she's a single lady you know it gets cold in michigan in the winter time I don't think that that would be a bad idea for her. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying we have a dog and me and you, and you have with your own Princess and the P nine pillows. I don't know where I'm wedging a Freddie Mercury and or Rami Malik pillow in there. I don't know where that's. I know Rami's compact, but I don't know. If we have room for that. Um. Now she's just saying she's going to place a photo under her pillow when I think that's old school. So I I like that. I'm going to tell her, yeah, yes, go old school. Uh, Okay, so let's go back to Atlanta. Um, I don't want to gush about it, but I I have to say that Donald Glover did something pretty fucking special. He's doing something special. 
a lot of people weren't really kind of catching on to it in season one. I felt it out of the gate that this was different. Uh, I think he kind of pitched it as the Twin Peaks of hip hop. Season one had a different feel than season two, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's because Glover himself is always moving. He's always progressing in some direction or the other. Never really necessarily the same. So, yeah, it's a completely different feeling of what's going on. I feel like season one was setting us up for these characters. We're, we were getting to know them. And now it's it's all about kind of where they're going together and this rise of Alfred and all the stakes there. Yeah, like this one, we had several of those those um, solo episodes of, of different people. Yeah, we were with Darius. We were with Alfred. Uh, we're, we're, we're with Ern and Van. And then we're also... Um, we're kind of getting all this texture. We, I loved the... Um, the FUBU episode because it takes us back to the childhoods of these three guys and just how they were kind of not a whole lot's changed really with the three of these guys. Who was, who was Darius in that one? I, I, I took it to be that Darius was one of the, he was the weird kid who was, he was sort of on the fringes. Did you not see Darius in there? Was I imagining that that was supposed to be Darius? Was he the, was he the guy who who threw the shit out of the window in the very beginning and it hit yes. the other kid in the face? I believe so, yes. The yogurt? That's how I was taking it. Okay. I thought that was Darius. I feel like they all came up together. I mean, because honestly, if Darius was just a new person in Alfred's life, I don't think he would let him just hang out. Yeah. And I got the I got a bigger sense of Alfred from the Fubu episode of of he's always felt responsible for other people. But they all three of them never hung out together in that episode. Well, I mean, I think that they were over each other's house. Well, yeah, they hung out together because it was they were cousins. But you didn't see all three of them like you know running together, running around the playground. Well, you know how it goes. Like you find each other later in life and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's. You know, and you're kind of feeling for Earn. You're like, is Earn going to get fired? You know, he's not really he's not really good at business. He's been sort of unofficially almost let go by Alfred in the frat house in Statesville, and then you know he takes him into this no count kind of hackneyed lawyer who represents you know reality stars and just wannabe Z level pop stars. And Alfred's wanting a Jew. And like and like you know accident cases because that was his billboard right behind them. right behind them which i thought was funny just to sort of like nail it home yeah. glover's going this guy sucks and so then it's darius who knows the same day passport guys which i didn't get a chance to look up but that's a thing um because you know the jewish guys are in the market of well you know rappers are notoriously procrastinate and then he explains to Ernio, you know, yeah a jewish guy is going to be better in the sense that He's going to have more connections than a black Systemically, lawyer. Mm-hmm. you know. That's how it rolls. That's how it is. That's, and I got to tell you, that's, that's not exactly, I mean, that's true. Well, you were, you were right about, like you just mentioned it, about the lawyer. Alfred, like, said, I want a Jewish lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Go get me one of them. Right. They know what to do. Because that's how, that's what the industry is. And normally you have a white boy like... Josh or Chad or Charles or whatever that fucking managers do, Lucas or, you know, whatever um, Clark County's manager is. 
So normally it is a, a, a guy like that, you know, who's jeweling and knows how to control social media and shit like that. And Ern is just, he's from the same hood as Alfred. But it's Darius' speech uh, in the finale while they're getting the passports. That beautiful, you love yeah. the way the shot was framed. I love the way the shot was framed. Where Darius just yeah. tells him, you know, like, both of us can't, both of y'all can't fail. You know, and part of like success is is learning how to fail, and you just don't have any room to do that. Yeah, there's no room for Alfred to fail or you, and you kind of feel like well, Darius is telling him, you know, he'll let you go to Europe. It's like taking the dog, you know, to the park and and get him some ice cream and get him some meat and stuff, and then you're going to go shoot him in the back of the barn. You know, you feel like something's up there, and that Ern is on the chopping block once they get to where they're going in Europe for the tour. And then Ern just forgets that he's got that gold-plated gun from his uncle's house in his backpack that he forgot to get rid of because he's trying to handle passports. All the way from episode one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's trying to, from um, Florida, man. Alligator man. Alligator man. So what you and I didn't understand about this, and I don't think I ever um, stopped down to take the time, what happened there? Because... He he obviously puts the gun in Lucas's bag, and Lucas gets pulled off because he's he's carrying at the airport. And Alfred says, "I saw what you did back there at TSA," and we think it's because he saw Ern slip that shit on Lucas. And he's thinking, did he purposely? Is Alfred thinking that Ern did that on purpose to to remove Lucas from the picture? As a as a chess move. See, that's what I was I was thinking that you know you're you're going all out. You're doing this for me. You know. You're or you're. This is how hard you're trying to get my business. Is that you'd set up this white dude just to be the king of the hill, which is how I thought Alfred was saying that initially. But then when Clark County comes through, he goes, "Man, he caught you know, he caught some fire back there at TSA, and he's not making the tour." And then Alfred gives him a look like, man, like he's disappointed. I don't understand what that last look was yeah, for. Yeah, that was, is what was, I'm saying. Yeah, it was, it threw me, that last look threw me off. Yeah. So, you know, because I, I, I thought, if I had taken the time to look that up, I'd probably know what that yeah. means. Well, it's like I was expecting, I was expecting that conversation of asking him what, it, what happened. So we get the explanation of what he was talking about. But at the end, it's that look sort of threw me off as well, going, uh, okay, was he disappointed? Yeah, because it sounded like because he was saying, "I need that next to me. I need that, you know, someone who's going to look out for me." Exactly, you know? and that, and what you did for me was look out for me. That's something you would do. So, I mean, Ern definitely. Um, but see, I don't thinking about it. I don't even know what the advantages of getting rid of that guy is, because what's his name was. Um, uh, well, I mean, because Alfred was already talking to him and wanted to get out onto that team, right? So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think in an, in a moment of desperation, Arm, you know, puts this in Lucas's bag because you know he deserves it. He's not going to like tank anyone else. Lucas is rolling with this crew. It'll probably do nothing but bolster Lucas's street cred. Who knows? But. Now you only have one manager representing these two groups out on tour, and that's going to fall to Earn. Now, yeah. what Earn did for himself right there is he put even more pressure on himself to perform when they're in Europe. 
So this next season is going to be really yeah. interesting to see. I don't think we're seeing the third act where everything comes to a head and gets better. I think we see a third act where everything falls apart far away from home. Because if you're going with like the music business, as soon as you're out on tour, um, the cracks start to show. If there are cracks there, the, the breaking points, they become very fragile once you get away from home base. So I feel like season three is going to be even more unraveling. I think Ern's going to go through his trials and tribulations and Alfred's going to go through his trials and tribulations. And now that I'm seeing what Darius more is, Darius is our consciousness. He's the glue. He's the guru. He's kind of like the universe. I feel like Darius sort of represents the universe around these two guys, you know, Murphy's law in some cases. Well, You, you saw that in the Teddy Perkins where, you know, Darius was, you know, for all intents and purposes in this like, really like crazy situation yeah and he's questioning things that you don't usually question like you know existence and and talking to him about look man you're 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 somebody you don't have to go down this you know know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah and i also feel like there's something to i don't want to read too much into teddy perkins because i think as it stands it's just a great episode and need not a whole lot of interpretation going into it but i do feel like there's a little bit of of what the show is saying about that episode is that Darius is caught between these two identities as well. He's caught between these two personalities, not identities. He's caught between, you know, Alfred's world and what Ern is trying to do in it. And Darius seems very comfortable in his space with Alfred, but I don't know that he's always got a fixed position. No, I feel well, like yeah. he, I feel like he's he is more comfortable with the unknown. He, yeah, he's not he's not you know a, a boy scout. No, he he is someone who can be all things at any time he needs to be he's or le- anything. Yeah, like he's learned he how to, to survive, and I think yeah. like Ern has run to Alfred over the years for you know he's the whole FUBU protection that ends up like <laughs> in the death of their classmate. Um. You know, he's run to Alfred for protection, whereas, you know, surely Darius has benefited also from the brawn and the might and the shelter of Alfred. But how those two men, you know, handle and solve a problem solve in the wake and around Alfred is very interesting to me. Like there are satellites around Alfred and they operate in completely different ways to him. I mean, I just there's just so many good. Yeah. I don't even know how to put it correctly. I feel very moved and it kind of opens up my mind. Every episode kind of has me thinking about a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, every episode is 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 heavy, is weighted in substance. Right. You know, it, there, there are very some very funny things that go along. Yeah, and it's also just easy to watch, like the yeah. invisible, you know, Lamborghini or Porsche or whatever the fuck Or like at the sorority thing where the guys are all naked and they're just laughing at him and he's making them do funny things and they just crack up. It's funny. Yeah. But then like with the, the FUBU episode and some of the other ones, even like, um, what is it, the trees or the woods or something like that? It's Woods. like it's it's heavy. The end of the Fubu one where the kid kills himself. Yeah, and then there's a, like there's there's and then there's just sort of these mysterious. You think okay, here's a stereotypical ex-con we see in the form of Tracy, and you think the show's going to do something with Tracy. Like any other show would have made Tracy like just the the freeloading ex-con, and they would have stopped there. The show is actually kind of 
given some layers, I think, a little bit to Tracy. I think we're going to see more of him. I think he's going to pop up later. But I like the fact that Tracy is there kind of like... He didn't go on tour with them, did he? No, he didn't. He was stuck at the at the door at the end. I think Alfred door. knows better than that. I mean, like, he also probably didn't... He probably get, can't travel. Well, Alfred obviously <laughs> didn't tell Tracy... <laughs> yeah, a felon is not going to be able to get out of the country very well or back in. So he's probably told Tracy nothing about them moving. No one's notified oh, Tracy at all because he's there at the end trying to get back in the house with a girl. And they're like, the house is empty. We don't know where they moved to, do we? we just, maybe I guess they might have, because they were gone. storage? Yeah, probably. I mean, in hopes of, you know, maybe when they come back off tour, it's going to change their situation. That's gambling. I mean, or, or maybe Paperboy wants just a change of venue. I don't know. Or just put the shit in storage so no one breaks into their place and. Yeah, because there's no one there to watch the yeah. house. Yeah. Why not? You know, because they don't. They do live in kind of a suspicious hood, and you, with friends like Tracy, who needs enemies, he's the one who's going to empty you out once he finds out that you're gone. So, you know, I, I, and also we know that in season three we're not in that location anymore. We just scrubbed that location, and probably someone sat around in the writers' room and going, "Okay, we got to like." We totally want to move on to a European thing. And knowing this show, I think that Donald Glover will actually take it on the road. Do you think he'll take oh, I think they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll shoot most in definitely, Europe? I think they'll shoot in Europe. I mean, it's a smallish production. I think they can scale themselves down. Yeah, uh, They're not a big top-heavy production, and they can kind of move through things very seamlessly. So I feel like he's going to take this on the road. I mean, I'd be shocked you, I mean, if the, they didn't. The crew would have to travel. I mean, you I mean you're not going to hire a local crew at every single place. I don't know. Maybe you would be. I would. You're going to take keys out of uh, Atlanta, L.A., and then you're going to subsidize where you are, but only positions that are like PA positions and support positions. So you can travel with your keys. I mean, they probably have the money to do it at effects if they wanted to. But because the show has been so authentic in, in the way... I'm just guessing this because I haven't read anything about saying that they're going to actually tour. But the way Glover has set the show where it's Atlanta and that's where we are, I feel like if he's going to go on tour, we're going to be like wherever they're going to be. That would be interesting to see. But we're always going to come home. We're always going to end up back in Atlanta. Yeah. It's called Atlanta. (laughs) Right. It ain't called, you know, Hamburg. Uh, so I think whatever happened, or we could see an aftermath of them returning and it didn't go as planned and they had to be back at the same apartment because it all went, you know, sideways and shit. How, you know, there's so many ways the show can yeah. go. And that's what I also like about it. You know, I tell you when I sit there and I'm watching something like we were watching this little indie film called Colossal that I didn't even know was out in the world. And um, Anne Hathaway, Jason Sudeikis. And I, I loved it because I didn't know where it was going. Obviously, it had some problems here and there. But for the most part, I really and truly enjoyed the idea. I enjoyed the story. Yeah. I enjoyed how wacky and I didn't really need to think too much about the origins of it. But on Atlanta, it's like we have the origins in front of us. We're getting to know these characters. And then all these random things are happening. And I have to say, even in season one, though... Donald did, from episode to episode, it didn't even feel like the same show. So I think each episode feels different from each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no two episodes that actually ever feel alike to me. Um, 
Yeah. So I'm very excited for Donald Glover. He is on fire. He's also playing Lando. He's back playing Billy D. Williams' character in Star Wars. From the looks of things, looks like he's he's like nailing it. He's 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 getting it done. This is my cape room. He's got his cape room on board the Millennial Falcon. I'd forgotten that he owned the Millennium Falcon before. Uh, yeah, I think Solo, had it. Solo uh, won it off of Lando in a in a betting thing. Right, they were playing cards or yeah. not, well, whatever that game is, and he wins it. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. So many people were were shitting on this production. They didn't like the guy they had cast as Han. Um, I happen to think that guy's a really good actor. I love that guy. So, and then, of course, I think Donald was a wonderful bit of casting as uh, Lando. Is it Clarician or Calrician? I think it's Cal. Calrician? Yeah. Or something like that. He used to be my favorite character. And for a very short period of time, until I traded it for a Leia doll, I had a, a Lando doll. And I had to hide it. He was only in... For the, racist reasons. He was only the people in, around like, me more racist. Episode, what? I mean, uh, uh, the second one, uh, um, Empire Strikes Back? Mm-hmm. He wasn't in Return of the Jedi, or... He really didn't make a huge... Imp- Oh, he was in Return of the Jedi. He was at, at the end when they That's make right. that last run. There wasn't a whole lot of Lando in the Star Wars world, but he made such an impression on me, and he was one of my favorites because he was so fucking smooth. Smooth. He's like he's like drinking Cavassier in space and just having the time <laughs> of his life. He was just so I don't know. He was awesome, and I, I'm very excited to see what they do with this. We're gonna see it uh, when my cousin Tina comes here. She is going to come down, and we're going to. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, we're going to try to get into a theater. Then we're going to go to the Purple Orchid afterwards. That's what we're doing. If anybody wants to show up and join us uh, and talk about Star Wars. Um, yeah. Atlanta. I don't know where it's going to go. I couldn't even guess. It could go myriad ways. That's exciting. Um, I love these actors. Cat. Cat Williams was in episode oh one. Oh, my God. I loved Cat in this. Yeah, he was good. And there seemed to be some history there. Can you explain to me, do you think that Cat Williams is possibly, that Alligator Man is possibly Ern's real father? I hadn't even thought of that. He stuck that picture of his mom, and I want to say his aunt, maybe Alfred's mom, in his bag when they were back in Alligator Man's back bedroom. He stuck it in his bag. And I found that to be very weird. I don't remember. I'd have to see it again. But So I, I feel like there's some something about Alligator Man. Because he says to him, you're really intelligent and here you are acting like this and blah, blah, blah. And you pissed away your life. And Alligator Man's like, excuse me? Kind of thing. They had this moment where I felt like it was more than just his uncle. Yeah. That could have been a close uncle. I don't know. I'm thinking that Alligator Man might be his daddy. I'm just saying. And maybe he's not the guy from The Wire. Maybe he's somebody else. Um, so many little clues. It's a show that I could sit down like... It's like Mr. Robot. I could sit down, you know, at the end of the year... Long about the holidays and just rack me up some Atlanta. 
all the way through. Yeah, it's just a good show to watch. I just I enjoy it. And you pick up little things every single time and go, oh, shit, I wish I'd remember that for the podcast. Yeah, that's definitely one we can do season one all the way through season two. Yeah. Sometime this winter or so, summertime. So fun. Uh, and we need to also do a little... I want to... I want to jump back over there and watch me see Mr. Robot season three. What a hell of a fucking season, guys. Okay. Uh, we will be back with Barry. We'll be talking about that next podcast. Uh, do stay with us. Also want to give you guys some friendly advice that we're learning the hard way. Don't eat uh, too much spinach. Oh, yeah. And don't stay on the paleo diet too long because you might get the beginning of kidney stones. Yeah. Somebody, You might have to drink some raw apple cider vinegar. So you were getting these pains last night, like you were about to die. It was like yesterday morning. And then last night at nine. Yeah. And I don't know what to do when you're in that kind of pain. Like, I I don't, I want to take your pain away. I want to Jesus you. And I don't know how to help you because it's like, because like the other night I got violently ill for whatever reason. We don't know if I'm allergic to kombucha or, or whatever crap. I was drinking, but like you don't you don't know how to help. But I'm like on the internet as one does, going, drink raw apple cider vinegar or kidney bean juice. <laughs> kidney bean juice. What the fuck? Horsetail. Well, let me just whip some horsetail out. You know, all of those just sounded really random. But we were desperate, right? And your dad, he's he's a guy who just he's a weird health nut. Yeah, guy. he had just you know he went out and ordered. He left him here some of that raw, raw unpasteurized. Yeah. yeah. Apple cider thing. Apple cider. So we were reading. I don't know if you guys know this. We're people who don't have uh, really good health care. So (laughs) we have to rely on like Healthline and WebMD. Most of the people in the United States. There you go. So this is what we learned is that kidney stones are caused by various things again. And but one of the things that we know from our diet, because we just got sporty spices, it's our like we're going into our third month in the gym, 80 something days since we quit. We quit smoking drinking every once in a while right but we went on this paleo kick so we've been kicking it into high gear a lot of red meat probably too much it turns out and then just shit tons of greens and specifically spinach and i've been you, having a lot of raw spinach with my salad yeah and you are like a you're like a grazer you're like a metasaurus and then you graze a lot on like a lot of spinach so apparently there's this thing called oxalates in spinach that can cause um Kidney stones. There are other things that cause kidney stones, but you don't eat those things. You don't eat the nuts, and you don't eat the oats, and blah blah blah. And I don't, I don't have the, you know, the the bad side of the diet either. No, that will cause the no kidney stones. Yeah, you're not eating like fast food and shit like that. But I did for like a long time, and I've never had that. Well, we were just laughing because we smoked and drank for how long, and just like every night, just tearing it up and like smoking, drinking, doing drugs. Not. We can't afford drugs. Uh, we could barely afford to smoke and drink, but like we were like pretty heavy on that. And then it's like all of a sudden we get like super healthy, and then you start having like these pains. I'm like, what the fuck, man? That shit was so fucking painful. <clears throat> I mean, like in the morning, it was so painful. I was dry heaving. Yeah, and then you were all clammy and stuff, and you were making crazy noises. I thought it was just like a bad case of the shits, but it wasn't. It's was terrifying. Terrifying. And then it wasn't over, and now we're like you have a gig tomorrow, and I just worry about you being there and just like killing. Well, it over. doesn't. It doesn't feel like it did. Hopefully, now I know that everybody's going to laugh at me out there, but again, don't have don't have real health care. You know, we we can go to a clinic if we want to and, and see Doctor Strangelove, but um, we you know like we have to kind of guess at these things sometimes because you know you can't just run to the emergency room. 
these days. Because you have to go, while you're in excruciating pain, I'm going, let's go to the ER. And you're like, put that shit on a credit card. I don't know if I can afford it. Like, which pain is worse, you know? Yeah. Right? Gotta love America. Should I die or should I just, you know, <laughs> put it on a credit card? Put it on a credit card and then die later. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are listening to this in other countries who are just shaking their heads because they have universal health care. Or they have uh, made better life choices and didn't do creative things for a living, and they can afford real doctors. <laughs> they stuck with the real job. They stuck with a real job, and they're like, fuck you. They've got the 401k and go out, go out and buy the new car. There are consequences to your actions, bitches. So, yeah, we're, uh, I'm glad that you're healthy right now and that you're able to sort of sit upright, although you are burping the vinegar right now. Oh, uh, Jesus. If you could it's only disgusting. smell this room right now, it's not good. No, it doesn't. You can't smell it. I'm just kidding. I was just trying to create some mystery around it. I actually can't smell anything at all. There's I actually can taste it. There's a mixer between me and you, so I can't smell anything. So, yeah, that's a little uh, check your oxalates. Check your oxalated heavy... Um, yeah, and don't just, you know, Vegetation. eat eat carbs, too. Just yeah, we had cut know. carbs out, and now I'm like, I'm missing them. So today, we, yeah. we went yeah. to Versailles over in Venice and had, man, that was good. I had like four pieces of like buttered garlic bread. Fuck it. I was on the elliptical today, working my dick off, in the pool, did the weight machines. I'm good. All right, we'll see you very soon with Bear. You guys take care of yourself. Um, yeah, get plenty of sleep, drink a lot of water, and watch out for those kidney stones, yo. Peace. Peace.